Today's generations are often criticized as being self-indulgent, entitled, and materialistic. The truth is, there are more kids than ever doing incredible things, and I intend to start highlighting some of their stories. I'm excited to share this first story with you today. I need you to take a look at this. Hi, my name is Kevin O'Bell, and I have a nonprofit called Cool and Dope. Because the pandemic is happening, I started my own community pantry. up groceries that people donated for the pantry. We got this, 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 and this. We got a bread delivery, so I gotta put my mask on to stay safe. Now we're at the store because we ran out of fruit and positive for COVID-19 and it was urgent so we got them some stuff. We're making these care packs for a senior living facility and we're going to help 40 elderly senior citizens.
Hey, everybody, thanks so much for tuning in today to Free Thinking with Montel. And I'm so proud and happy to have the guest that I have on today. Our guest is eight years old. He's in the second grade. He's based out of Gaithersburg, Maryland, where he started his own nonprofit called Cool and Dope. It's an acronym for Considering Others Obstacles in Life and Dish Out Positive Energy. His central mission is to combat bullying and spread positivity through acts of kindness. And he hopes to end bullying by 2030. He created a food pantry called Love is Greater Than COVID-19, which has served over 2,000 families, helping approximately 10,500 people. He has a big heart for such a little guy, and he's a natural-born leader. Please welcome Mr. Kavanaugh Bell. It's a pleasure to have you on our show, my, my friend, and to meet you, Kavanaugh. Thanks for being a part. No, thank you. It's an thank honor to be here. Oh, my goodness. I'm honored to have you. You know, look, my friend, you are only eight years old. It's remarkable that you started all of this at such a young age. Can you tell me a little bit about your nonprofit, Cool and Dope? So, yes, I was being bullied. I was being bullied in preschool and I didn't look like any of my other classmates. And I was doing work faster than others. And I didn't want kids to feel the same way I felt because I had a darkness inside of me and I didn't eat for 11 weeks. Wow. So one day I did a very brief thing and told my mom what was going on at school. So then I told her that I wanted to speak to the president. But then she said, it might, it's going to be very hard to speak to the president. So she said, maybe you could speak to the mayor. And I said, okay. And that's what I did. You went down until I saw you, your presentation before, I guess it was the city council. And uh, you were pretty powerful, my friend. Thank you. Absolutely. And let's talk a little bit about bullying, though, for just a second. Because you said you were being bullied in preschool. But, but what was the bullying like? What were people doing? Because, I mean, what, because of the way you look or... Because, and you did say, because you get your work done, and I should say to all those people who tuned in, you were um, inducted into Mensa at age three. Is that correct? Yes. So it was, they were bullying me and, and making fun of me of my weight and how I was actually getting work faster than others done. They were basically making fun of me about how smarter I was Wow. And, and what would they do? Would they come up and push you? Would they come up and say things to you? How was, what, what was kind of bullying like? They would say, you're weird. And that, that, that was really made me have the darkness inside me. It didn't, it didn't make me feel good. Describe that darkness inside of you. And then when I, when I, when I ask you to describe it so that other parents and other kids can understand what you were going through, who may see their child and not recognize that it's bullying that's caused that. So so when you say you had a darkness inside of you, how did it manifest? I mean, how did it present itself? So basically, I didn't eat for two months, and it started to create like a this hole inside of me, making this negative energy, and... But I threw that negative energy away and I, because I wanted to help my community and talk to the mayor about what was going on and about bullying. 
about bullying because you, you 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 said in front of uh, the city council, you were saying you gave the names of some other of your, I guess, your peers who you also saw being bullied, right? Yes. It, one of them was Gabriel Taye. And how were they bullying Gabriel? So they, they were just being real rude to him. And he actually got knocked unconscious in the bathroom one and that's how they were basically physical bullying physical physical bullying and that was the day before he was eight years old and that was the day before he took his life oh my goodness and i mean just just as as another young person i mean how did it affect you when you heard that your friend took his life because he was just sick and tired of being picked on it didn't. It didn't make me feel good, and that's why I wanted to go and talk to the mayor about it. I wanted to talk to the mayor, especially about how I was being bullied and about bullying. But I wanted to talk to him about Gabriel. Absolutely, and and because of that discussion that you had, I guess the city of Gaithersburg declared February twenty first as Bullying Awareness Day. Is that right? Yes. And so you must be pretty proud of yourself, my friend, to be able to bring that kind of attention to an issue that affects so many young people your age. Yes. And, you know, now, how do you plan on bringing more awareness to bullying? Well, I just want to go back and just go back and tell you why I got February 21st dedicated. That day was in honor of Gabriel Taye. He was eight years old, and he unfortunately took his life due to bullying. That's insane, my friend. And, you know, uh, I, I know a lot of people, you know, when they hear bullying, they go, well, it's just kids being kids. Yeah, but- well, I, I have something to add on to that, too. And that. And on that day, I wanted our community to reflect on how we treat each other. And after I got, well, when I got the day dedicated, I wanted to give the proclamation to his mother, but me and my mom didn't know his family. So my mom searched them up online and we had to fly all the way to Cincinnati, Ohio, because I wanted to give that proclamation to his mother and that in honor of his son, her son, I mean. Right. Oh, how did she appreciate that? She she must have been really happy when you did that. Yes, she was. And I was happy for her, too. And I was and I was happy that I was able to get a proclamation and talk to the mayor. That's super. Now, you know, what are kind of ideas you have to help other kids that are going through bullying? You know, because and when you're in it, it almost seems like there's no way out, right? Yeah, so other kids can tell their friends, tell teachers, and be brave enough to tell their mom what's going on at school. But they can also, but when they tell their mom, they could ask their mom to reach out to me. So I could, so I could help them and try and stop the bullying and tell them what to do. So 
that's my ways. Um, yeah, that's just my ways. Absolutely. Now, well, my friend, you got a chance to do a TED talk um, about what you've been accomplishing in kindergarten. I mean, most adults and a lot of other people are terrified about getting up in front of other people. Were you nervous? Yes, I was nervous. But I did it. You did it because you wanted to make sure you got the message out, right? Yes. And talk, and, what, what were you saying? No, as I said, well, tell me a little bit about what your message was during your TED no. Talk. Well, it was about magic. But magic stands for something. It's like when me and my mom do a campaign, we follow these things. Motivation, that's for M. Action, that's for A. G, generosity. And I, involvement, and C, for change. So, basically, we, me and my mom, we come up with the campaign. And then we have the motivation. We know what we're going to do. And we get motivated to do it. And then we start and try to take action. And then we go on with generosity and we involve and have like my friends and have other people vol volunteer to help us and then we change the world we just go and change the world with those other people helping us and that's what you were able to do when you started your food pantry called love is greater than covid right yes i was able to change the world so how i started it though is when the pandemic hit i didn't want my grandma to catch coronavirus so i made care packs 70 75 care packs for her and the senior citizens that live in her senior facility and a bunch of people from all around the world heard about what I was doing, and they started donating. And I used those donations to start the Love is Greater Than COVID-19 Community Pantry to go on and help over 10,000 10, people, but not just in my community. And not just in your community. And you also have been doing quite an inspirational job of, you know, your, your pantry extends out to help the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation in South Dakota. Now, how did you even find out about the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation? So two years ago, me and my mom were going on a road trip. We went to Colorado and we wanted to go to Mount Rushmore, which was in South Dakota. And we had to drive through the Pine Ridge Reservation to get there. So we were on the road for about three hours driving through the reservation. And there was no store, no gas station. And me and my mom thought we were going to run out of gas. But luckily, we didn't. And we only saw three cars pass by in the last two hours. And then I thought to myself, wow, how can people live out here? And that's when I asked my mom. And she started talking to me about how... The Pine Ridge Reservation is the poorest place in the country, or even the continent. And she told me about how they, some of the houses don't even have any running water or electricity. And 
Some of the houses also have black mold, which is very dangerous. And there's literally up to 25 people that live in one small house. And the youth suicide is twice as high as the average. So that's why I told my mom, hmm, maybe I could do something to help them. And fast forward to this year, I sent a 53-foot tractor-trailer truck full of coat supplies because by then I'd had I had my community pantry and I had a bunch of coat supplies and non-perishable food was left and I thought back to when I me and my mom went to the road trip so that's why I said yeah tractor trailer truck 53 foot full of coat supplies and non-perishable foods to the Pines Reservation in South Dakota. And I was able to not only do one in July, but another one in September. Wow. That's great. My friend, you're only eight years old and you have already helped so many people. I mean, what's what's the biggest inspiration or the person that you admire the most? Well, there's two people. I admire my grandma because when her knee hurts and she doesn't feel so well, she always supports me and that's what makes me go harder and want to change the world but then the other person is gianna floyd i i sent her a letter and it made me feel so touched that she sent a letter back because when the process was happening i went out there giving out food to make sure that people kept protesting and I was actually really happy to be able to help her with with her father. Excellent, excellent. Well, how have your friends and you know how have your friends and people in the community you know responded to your activism? So my friends, they're cool with it because when I do the pantry every weekend. They always call me and say, "Hey, do you need any help? I'm I will I'm good to help you if you need any." And that's what makes me feel so happy that they're as that they're asking to help me and they're acknowledging that I'm trying to change my community, change the world, and that's the best thing about it. They're they are helping me change the world. Absolutely. They are helping you change the world. And you are going to. What do you want to be when you grow up? Um, uh, I want to be a mayor. You want to be, be a mayor. A mayor. A mayor. Not the president. Because I feel like when I'm a mayor, I get to stay close to my community. And I get to still help my community. So that's why I want to be a mayor. I want to be a mayor because I feel like the mayor can do more things than the president can. But that's just me. But I don't know if that's really true. But yeah, I just want to be a mayor. Well, the mayor seems to be, he's closer to the people. And he's, you know, the guy where the kind of the rubber meets the road. You know what I mean? Because all the buck stops with him when it comes to the city. Yeah. Yeah. 
So uh, if people wanted to contribute to your causes, wh where did they go? So they can go to my social media at Cool Dope Living, and they can also go to CoolDope.com to donate. They can go, and they can also go on my email list, so I can tell them what I'm doing in my community, so they can do the same in their community. How would you, would you, if you were going to recommend some things to some people to get started, some other kids, I mean, again, other eight-year-olds, nine-year-olds, well, how would you tell them to get started? With the nonprofit? Yeah, to help so they could change their community. So I would tell them just write nice things on the sidewalk first so you know what you're doing and then send letters to your neighbor saying, stay safe. Hope you have a great day. Then make one care pack. Give it to one, anyone. One, one senior citizen, anyone, your neighbors, something, someone. And then you start making 10, then make 10 care packs. Okay, give it to 10 senior citizens or give it to 10 people, whatever you think who should have it. And then start making care packs and care packs to help your community to do the same that I'm doing. And then maybe people will share your story and people will hear, hear about your story from all around the world and start donating. So you can start your own community pantry, not maybe called my community pantry, but I don't know. But yeah. Yeah, but you just want them to get started doing something, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Well, Kevin, I can't say thank you enough for being here. I mean, you want to give a shout out to you. I guess your mom has been really, really helpful in your life, right? Yes. Why don't you give her a big shout out right now? Well, I just want to give a big shout out to my mom because she's she's helped me be able to start my nonprofit. And that's that's what I really like about her. She she's always able to do things for me. And that's why I try and do things for her, but she, she, with, I couldn't do and do this and start my nonprofit without her. So that's why I want to give a big shout out to her. What else? What is it? What's what's one other thing that you want people to know about you, sir? Well, I want people to know about what I want people to know about me is. I want to end bullying by November 20th, 2030, my 18th birthday, in that I'm a big football fan, I'm a big baseball fan, I like the color, and I like to play, play tons of sports, but I also want them to know that I'm going to change the world, and that I'm going to lead the army of kids that will make the future that we us kids deserve. Well, I think you're going to do it, my friend. I think if anybody could do it, you will do it. Thank you so much for being a part of Free Thinking with Montel today. And I hope you will inspire. I know you're going to inspire so many other young people to be as free a thinker as you are. Thank you. Absolutely, sir. You take care. You too. Thanks for joining me on Free Thinking with Montel. Please make sure you're subscribed and hit the bell to be notified when new episodes post each week. We'd love to hear your feedback, so please send us your comments.